One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Top Stories. It's producer Chris, and I know what you're thinking. When's Andy back from his holidays and going to give us some proper intros to this show? Unless, of course, you're listening to this out of time sequence at some point in the future, and then that just seems like a really weird introduction. Anyway, uh... Bugle 143 is on the agenda today. Egypt crisis, a good time to buy a jumper from February 2011. Top story this week, fight like an Egyptian. Well, as we recorded the Bugle last week, Andy, there were calls for another day of rage in Cairo. And despite the internet blackout, that, as we pointed out, had absolutely nothing to do with all the cables ripped straight out of the wall that President Mubarak was seen hiding behind his back. (laughs) That day of rage turned into a weekend of fury, followed by a full seven days of total mayhem. (laughs) Now, first and foremost, our thoughts and best wishes must go to our Egyptian buglers. I know that there are a number of you in Cairo. We hope you're all safe. But what has happened between last week and now? Well, sadly, a number of people have lost their lives, huge amounts of people have been hurt, and somehow... Mubarak is still in some kind of power. It's, it's a miracle, really. 
if miracles were all achieved through mass displays of state brutality? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how Jesus cured Lazarus. He just kept beating him with a stick <laughs> until he got up. But just yesterday, in an interview with ABC News, Mubarak said he would like to resign immediately, but fears that the country would descend into chaos if he did. Has he looked out of his window any time in the last week, Andy? The country's already in chaos. In fact, every day he stays in power seems to bring the country he claims to love closer to civil war. This emotional double-down is going to have to stop pretty soon, as more and more of the international community look like they're about to cut him off. <laughs> he also said in another interview that he is, quotes, fed up. <laughs> and, uh... No shit, he's fed up. Yeah. I, am, I have had it up to here. With these protests. Uh, but maybe that will persuade the protesters, John. Maybe they'll, you know, he's playing the sympathy card. You know, like yeah. a beleaguered mother trying to control her gaggle of uh, noisy children. He's just said, I am fed up. There'll be no supper. He's, how fed up with him being in power do they think these thousands of protesters are who are in Liberation Square having bricks thrown at them? Pretty fed up, he's, I'd imagine. I but you know what? I can, in a way, see his point as well, because... Hundreds of thousands of people rioting in the streets screaming your name will make you feel a bit peeved. Now, if I had a quarter of a million people outside my office chanting about how shit I was at my job, <laughs> I'd probably get fed up of it after a few days too. <laughs> but, I mean, he's one step away from just coming and saying, come on, I'm 82, I'm 82. But maybe, Focus maybe... on my age, <laughs> I'm a vulnerable senior citizen. It might dissuade the protesters, they might just think... Uh, we want real change. We want genuine change. We want to sweep aside decades of corruption in the corridors of power. Oh, poor little Hosni's fed up. Oh, sorry, Hosni. <laughs> poor little Hosni. Hosni, 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 Hosni. Oh. Perhaps the uh, classiest response so far to the events in Cairo this week came from the fashion designer Kenneth Cole, who sent out a tweet using the Cairo hashtag to promote his spring line of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, and I quote, millions are in uproar in hashtag Cairo. Rumour is they heard our new spring collection online at, and then he links to his website. <laughs> wow. I mean, look, credit to him, Andy, that takes some doing. To see people beaten unconscious on TV and say, do you know what? This might actually be a great opportunity to get people to also think about my unquestionably excellent mid-range clothing. <laughs> in fact, when you clicked on the link that he had, it went straight to the Kenneth Cole website where the spring collection is branded out with the cold, in with the new, which in some ways is a very appropriate message at this time. <laughs> it really is the sartorial equivalent of what is happening in Egypt right now. The Egyptian people want out with the cold, in with the new too, but in their case, the cold represents the removal of a brutally oppressive regime rather than throwing out a wardrobe of equally oppressive bulky cable knit sweaters. <laughs> yes, they're different, but they're also essentially the same. They want a fresh, new, young government, just like the fresh, bold colours and silhouettes that are available in Kenneth Cole's new collection for men, women and children. <laughs> I told you, I told you, Andy, after Oakley sunglasses got so much free advertising after those Chilean miners wore them on the way out of the mine, <laughs> no brand was ever going to risk getting beaten to the punch again next time there was a media firestorm around something. And I know that Reebok have been preparing to uh, airdrop sneakers into Yemen if it looks like there may be a run on government buildings there. <laughs> I certainly know that um, 
Coca-Cola did very well when uh, every time a sentence was being read out of the Nuremberg trials, the judge cracked open a nice, refreshing bottle of Coke. <laughs> well, that's really taken the edge off this extremely depressing day. <laughs> I guess it's the sugar jolt. Uh, Kenneth Cole himself apologised for the tweet, <laughs> saying that he never intended, never intended to make light of the very serious situation. So he never intended to do it, Andy. He just did it effortlessly. <laughs> he didn't intend to do it. It was instinctive. It just came that naturally to behave that crassly. <laughs> but, but it's interesting that it's not just uh, Mubarak who wants Mubarak to stay, but Tony Blair wants him to as well, as does Silvio <laughs> Berlusconi. Um, who has clearly mistaken him for a teenage girl. But you know, he does use a lot of products on his hair, and he does look pretty good for his age, but not that good. But um, Blair described Mubarak as immensely courageous and a force for good. And now, Andy, when he said that, yeah. was it on a grainy video sent from Cairo with Mubarak standing behind Tony Blair with a machine gun? <laughs> with a machine gun and a suitcase full of used, non-sequential £10 notes. Yeah, or was it said of his own free, <laughs> deeply misguided will? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's such a fine line with Blair, and sometimes he can't even tell it himself. But um, but he said, essentially, the message from Blair, that incorrigible purveyor of democracy to the disenfranchised, to the Egyptian people was, people of Egypt, you don't know what's good for you, I do, because I am Tony f***ing Blair. I'm afraid you're just too close to the situation to see the full picture, but I'm Tony f***ing Blair. Trust me, I'm Tony f***ing Blair. If you want democracy, the best way to get it long-term is not to have democracy. Trust me, put your placards down and trust me, I'm Tony f***ing Blair. You're only still alive because of me. I could have nuked the lot of you. Remember that. Love lift us up where we belong, because I'm Tony f***ing Blair. <laughs> Tony Blair. Ooh. Did, did Blair win a bet saying that, Andy? <laughs> if he did, I hope it was worth it, because there is no real other rational explanation that makes sense. <laughs> it seems that the only current people behind Mubarak are Colonel Gaddafi, Tony Blair, Silvio Berlusconi, and Mubarak himself. <laughs> you really don't want to find yourself in that foursome. No, that's true. I mean, Berlusconi said that I hope in Egypt there can be a transition towards a more democratic system without a break from President Mubarak, who in the West, above all in the United States, is considered the wisest of men and a precise reference point. <laughs> and I guess that's got to be a boost for the anti-Mubarak protesters. If Berlusconi is saying that, you can just assume that the exact opposite is true. <laughs> but America does they have been slightly hedging their bets. It does seem they're kind of seeing... Just make, just making sure which way that the, uh, the the wind is blowing before urinating all over their own trousers. I don't know how hedged those bets have been in the last day, though, Andy. Because if, as now seems incredibly and depressingly possible, Mubarak does somehow manage to hold on to power, it is going to put America in an awkward situation because they pretty much hung him out to dry a couple of days ago when it seemed like he had absolutely no chance whatsoever. And I don't know what any future phone calls with him are going to consist of. Just them saying, uh, hey, buddy, how's it going? What's that? You heard we said, what about you? What, that it was time for an immediate transition? Oh, come on, Hosni, you didn't take that seriously, did you? We were just razzing on you, just busting your balls. Don't be so sensitive. You know what they say, you only call for the immediate overthrow of the leaders you love the best, huh? <laughs> Hosni? Hosni? Yeah, he must have gone through a tunnel. What's Hosni short for? Um, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, it sounds like a football style abbreviation, doesn't it? Probably, that's true, yeah.
just have one word written on the back of his suit. Yeah. Uh, there have been uh, reports of some serious looting of ancient Egyptian artefacts uh, in Cairo. That is it, our job! That is well, our f***ing job! It may well be. Keep out of it, Egypt! It may well be that the Egyptian army now have to protect the museums in Cairo from the hordes of British museum curators <laughs> offering to look after them for a while. And by a while, they of course mean the next thousand years. <laughs> um, there's been uh, concern expressed by uh, Mubarak and by the likes of Blair as well uh, that um, the Muslim brotherhoods could uh, take advantage of the vacuum power to take over in Egypt and install on... Islamist regime, the Muslim Brotherhood, or uh, let's not be sexist about it, it might be the Muslim Sisterhood as well. We're all equal these days. It is just as likely to be the Sisterhood who take over and install a repressive yeah. Islamist regime. The Muslim Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. <laughs> Which doesn't seem to be what the protesters are calling for, to be fair. They haven't, I haven't seen a lot of people out on the streets calling for hardline Islamism. But it's hard to tell from a distance. You know, I certainly haven't heard a lot of people chanting, what do we want? To be told what to do and how to live by an even more controlling regime. When do we want it? For the foreseeable future, please. Thanks for listening. Now get down and give me 50. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.